Yes, there it is, right there. Nasty spot, too. You know, you might have to have yourself dry cleaned. You know, a deep steaming, that should do it. Uh, no, what are you doing? Wait, I'm still wearing these clothes. These aren't the ones that I want. No, just uh, step this way, it's fine. No, I mean, you can't steam clean these. I'm still wearing them. Take Take your hands off no, me. No, take care of that, sir. And no, no, wait. No, that's fine. No, you can't possibly fit me inside this steamer. In you go. No, I did No, you can't go. Yeah, that'll get all your kinks out. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 205th edition of Fusebox, legally entitled Pleading the Filth, as we uh, have a bunch of that going on around us at the moment, do we not? <laughs> I'm your seeking the advice of console as I board a rocket to Arcturus host, Mark Rose, and over there, resplendent in t-shirt and baseball cap, complete with antlers, is the Archbishop of Amplitude, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Oh, hey, I gotta tell you, man, I got something special for you in this program. Oh, yeah? Yes, indeedy. Yeah, I got a glowing review of Love Camp of the SS, finally? Uh, no, no, not quite. Well, you know, I'm still patiently waiting for that review, bro, since I, I sent you that disc uh, months ago, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. And I promise, I promise, I will get around to that. Just haven't been in the right uh, headspace for that thing. But, uh, hey, w with all the for real nasty shenanigans going on right now around us well, at I who said Love Camp of the SS is fiction? What, it's a documentary? Maybe. Well, be that as it couldn't, I, I, I do have a treat for you nonetheless. Oh, bring it. Okay, well, in a bit, we're going to be talking about uh, several of the most current and certainly entertaining, <laughs> well, at least to me anyway, conspiracy theories uh, circulating in our present world. Really? Really. All right, so uh, do any involve the giant Manus aliens opening up cleverly disguised Dunkin' Donut shops in uh, various suburban locations? Uh... Or uh, that when you go to sleep, the entire vegetable aisle at major grocery stores just disappears and then reappears only when someone enters the store. Now, now that, that one, does that involve uh, George Soros and... Is uh, he a grocer? In any event, we shall take a peek at some of these uh, wondrous ideas. Uh, but first, <laughs> but first, this perfectly dystopian example of pinheaded ignorance, once again, emerging from the uh, land of swamps and reptiles, our favorite repository of the dim-witted. Yeah, that's right, down there, right in that, that 
area down there. <laughs> Friends, you're probably aware, if you live in this country or have been following the mentally delimited activities in the Sunshine State as it uh, pertains in particular to one guy's rabid obsession with removing the word gay from general vocabulary, or at least using it in terms of education. You're talking about the governor. Yes, Ron the Sandslug has made it one of his uh, gubernatorial causes, it would appear, in recent years to really clamp on down on the uh, use of that word, even getting all petulant and threatening to revoke certain municipal privileges that uh, Disney has enjoyed. Uh, specifically, when Disney uh, disagreed with the governor and said, nope, not going along with that brown shirt kind of censorship you're suggesting, so have a happy day and uh, we'll see you in court if needed. Well, you know, that, that whole thing kind of sank when it was revealed that he doesn't have the authority to do that. You know what? I'm, I'm still thinking that the uh, governor, the sand slug, is playing by that notion that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than for permission. As, uh, seriously, most of all his, quote, mandates have met with legal stone walls or, or were just uh, slapped down at the start. His, uh, his M.O., really, is to, is to uh, play to his base of uh, MAGA tears, and uh, the outcome really isn't the issue. Just the display is necessary. Yeah. All sizzle, no steak. Yeah, it's probably lizard steak anyway. Well, friends, one follower of this quasi-fascist ideology, a uh, Christian school, recently told parents that gay, transgender, and non-binary students will be forced to, quote, leave the school immediately. What? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Grace Christian School in uh, Valrico, Florida, sent an email from a top administrator at the school, according to uh, NBC News here. The school enrolls students from, uh, what is it? Oh, <laughs> kindergarten to grade 12. So, yes, a full-service mind-control institution. The email asked parents to agree to the policies before sending their children to school. We believe that God created mankind in his image. Male, a man, and a female, a woman. Sexually different, uh, but with equal uh, dignity. <laughs> yeah. Administrator Barry McKean wrote in the June 6 email that uh, was seen by NBC. Uh, he uh, continued, Therefore, one's biological sex must be affirmed, and no attempts should be made to physically change or alter or disagree with one's biological gender. Florida Christian School says it will refer to students only by biological gender. Well, okay, now I'm not saying it's right or even fucking smart, but it is a private school, yeah? Yes, but even private schools have to uh, abide by the U.S. Constitution, and this 
is a clear violation of both civil and uh, human rights. Oh, brother. See, this is going to get ugly. <laughs> no, already is. McKean cited verses from the Bible, which he said condemned, quote, elective sex reassignment, transvestite, transgender, or non-binary gender-fluid acts of conduct. Well, how about the acts of conduct in the Bible? I mean... Just about everything he mentions there is in that book. <laughs> well, you are correct, Mr. Keynes, but clearly a case of do what we say and uh, not as we do kind of a thing. And uh, he blathers on with this. We believe that any form of homosexuality, uh, lesbianism, uh, bisexuality, transgender identity, lifestyle, self-identification, uh, bestiality, incest fornication, adultery, and pornography are sinful in the sight of God and the church. Well, I guess he can believe whatever he and his cult want to believe. But, you know, that just... <laughs> Did you just call the followers of Christianity cultists, Mr. Keynes? Guilty. Oh, do I go to the lake of fire now? Oh, immediately. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. Well, at least let me get my bathing suit first, okay? Well, clearly this will meet with strong opposition from uh, all sorts of places, and I'm sure Governor the Sandslug will be right there defending its theocratic wannabeism. Man, that place is going more batshit crazy every hour. It's got to be in the water. You know? I'll drink to that. It's a show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. TheFuseboxShow.com And we're back, bro. Thank you much, Lee, sir. From the uh, highly absurd with a little whack-bat crazy on the side to the seemingly bottomless pit of cranium-corrupted conspiracy theories of our current age. Oh, man, I should make popcorn. Yes, and uh, but don't worry, there's plenty of corn to go around here, Mr. Gaines. Like this one. Did you know that our world actually, in fact, ended in 2012? So if you're waiting for the Big Bang to happen or something like that, I'm sorry, I, I just have to give you the sad news, but you missed it. Missed it? Yeah, because uh, according to this theory, the ancient Mayan prophecy is said to have been fulfilled in 2012. And uh, this theory was given an extra boost by a Twitter user named Nick Hinton, who believes that, quote, nothing has felt right since 2012. <laughs> also, uh, it, was, uh, it was the same year that uh, CERN, and that's the European Organization for Nuclear Research, found the Higgs boson particle. Or is that boson? I'm not sure how to properly mangle that. But anyway, it, that was predicted by uh, Stephen Hawking to uh, have the power to destroy the universe. It seems that CERN blew up the universe. And now we're living in a series of simulations because our collective consciousness was moved into a parallel universe. Oh, see, I thought it was feeling weird because of those mushrooms I had taken back in 2012. Yeah. 
So, uh, I and we all then just died then, huh? Well, so says this theory. Oh, and and, uh, uh, remember that uh, Mandela effect everybody was talking about there for a while, where certain information seems to differ from what is current information? Yeah, sure. Well, that's supposedly remnants of memories from our old life on the real Earth. Well, glad they got it all worked out for us. Well, now here's another gem. Uh, this kind of goes with the previous one. It's uh, called Last Thursdayism. Now, uh, most people believe that uh, Earth has either been around for uh, billions of years or that it was just created uh, a mere 6,000 years ago, depending on your beliefs. However, did you know that lurking out there in that fecund mental territory, there are those who now believe that the whole thing was created last Thursday. Last Thursday? No, no, I was getting an oil change last Thursday. Well, Mr. Keynes, according to this theory, with a social disorder, it says that Earth was created last Thursday. But with the appearance of being billions of years old, this means that uh, anything ancient, including fossils or uh, buildings, mountains, etc., was all created last Thursday, but in a state that makes them appear older. Yeah, yeah, but I clearly remember reading a coffee-stained copy of uh, USA Today while they were doing... Fear not, Mr. Keynes. Last Thursday-ism has an answer for you. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. You didn't recall it because everything was created last Thursday. Uh-huh. Okay, how about this one? Just when you thought going to the airport was, uh, well, just another irritating thing you have to do in a 3D simulation of reality, rumor has it that the Denver airport is, in fact, the headquarters of the Illuminati and that it doubles as a ready-to-use concentration camp for Americans that they'll be forced to live in once the new world order takes over. Wait, isn't it? (laughs) Well, some would say that uh, all you have to do is look around for the actual, quote, proof of this theory. Now, this includes a huge Masonic slab sporting the words New World Airport Commission, And then there are some uh, eerie murals featuring soldiers wearing gas masks. As your plane finally sets off for any place but there, you might just see the red eyes of Blucifer blinking ominously at you from his spot outside of the building. Blucifer? Yeah, yeah, I think that's Lucifer's second cousin, twice removed. Okay, here's one that will tweak off all of our anthropologist friends. And yes, we do have some. Uh-oh, will I need a slide rule for this? Uh, oh no, Mr. Keynes, nothing of the kind. As a matter of fact, you can fully unload your brain for this one, okay? So, according to TikTok user at Mom Millennial. The Roman Empire 
never existed. Uh oh, I think she's gonna torque off more than just the anthropologist with this one, bro. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it just might be a whole country that takes umbrage, Mr. Keynes. So, at Millennial has decided that there is absolutely no proof that Hadrian's Wall is of Roman construction, that Roman archaeological sites are simply misinterpreted, and that the entire idea of the Roman Empire was a hoax perpetuated by the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition! That's right. Furthermore, she also claims that uh, there is not one true Roman document in existence. <laughs> now, now, there is one claim, not any of these others, uh, in particular, though, that really got under the skin of academics and historians, and that is the one where at Millennial casually compared what she referred to as the, quote, so-called Roman Empire to the Disney Empire. And uh, after heavy backlash, <laughs> she, she backtracked slightly, stating that her claims uh, were just, you know, metaphors, but still argued that massive gaps exist in the archaeological records regarding ancient Rome. Yeah, she's gonna need to go easy there. Might find herself on a one-way dark ride. Oh, and by the way, what sort of cred does this gal have anyway? Well, I gotta say, that is where it gets uh, a little interesting, too. She evidently has a bachelor's degree in anthropology uh, and history. From Walmart University? And while we're on the subject of whole sections of land being invalidated, comes this from Down Under. Well, it can't really say anything about this because this conspiracy says Australia doesn't exist. Evidently, Australia is basically a huge cover-up by the British government who murdered all the prisoners it supposedly sent to the non-existent island. And don't be fooled for a minute. Everyone is in on it, including pilots, tour guides, and the actors who live on the decoy islands and pretend it's a place called Australia. Oh, you say you live in Australia? No, in fact, you actually are living somewhere in South America or one of the islands nearby. Seriously, man. We have friends who live there and talk funny. Yes, yes we do. But according to this conspiracy, no, no, they don't. <laughs> They're all just really living in Altoona with a bunch of wallabies and kangaroos thrown in for sport. Seems like a wee bit of a reach, yeah? As there are like what? How many flights per day going there? Oh, sure. But they have to go through the Denver airport first. Okay, okay, here's a CT you can get behind. Really, really, really far behind. Okay, we all probably recall the uh, 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami, which was uh, one of the biggest and uh, deadliest in history. One of the rather unique uh, theories on its origin claims that India 
was testing nuclear bombs. And this caused the earthquake that led to the tsunami. Yeah, it seems to me I've heard that one. Well, yeah, and, and, and I as well, which is almost gives a little credibility to it. But yeah. then there is this theory that a somewhat obscure Southeast Asian branch of Al-Qaeda was to blame for the tsunami. They supposedly launched a terror attack in the form of an earthquake and tsunami so that they could get their hands on some of the $3 billion in aid relief that uh, poured in after the disaster. Oh, and uh, Mr. Keynes, uh, this will make you uh, giddy with delight. There are those who firmly believe that it was in fact aliens who did it with the intention that they could correct Earth's wobbly rotation. Know it, damn giant mass aliens. But you know what? I bet they could actually fix that wobble. And uh, this is uh, from uh, probably one of the oldest generators of conspiracy theories that uh, we actually have record of. The GOP? <laughs> no. They are running a close second lately, though. Uh, no, this one comes from the Flat Earth Society. This one states, uh, <laughs> plainly and without regret, there are no trees. <laughs> well, tell that to the firefighters risking their damn lives pretty much year-round these days with forest fires out here. <laughs> well, sir, <laughs> the Flat Earth Society says that at one time, probably... Oh, 200 trillion years ago or something, that the ancient trees of the world, which apparently extended up to 40 miles into the sky and had trunks two miles wide, no longer exist. And that the trees we see every day are simply saplings of these ancient trees. Oh, so they're saying there still are, but... Not the genuine deal, then. Uh, seems like a con. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're saying. This theory was spread after a video appeared on YouTube in which a uh, Crimean man claims that a cataclysmic event thousands of years ago destroyed 99% of Earth's biosphere and all the trees in the world. Uh, the man goes on to say that uh, mountains, mesas, and buttes are the remains of the ancient trees that have been destroyed. Also, the rock found on Earth is not actual rock, but the widespread rubble of these ancient trees. My question is simple. What kind of mushroom did he take? Oh, and the best. And most obvious conspiracy in recent times, friends, is this one. Uh, you remember the movie The Matrix? Oh, hell yeah. Love that thing. Long live the red pill, bro. Indeed. Well, when that premise was released, uh, that we're all living in a complex simulation of reality, controlled by someone or something somewhere else, it caused a sudden pause in the routines of the time. <laughs> as uh, it was very cleverly depicted in that, in that film anyway. And the folks would mull that over uh, to this very day, in fact. There are all sorts of uh, suggested theories that we may be, in fact, 
living in a hologram, something called the holographic principle. Now, that states that there's some distant uh, two-dimensional surface that contains all the data necessary to fully describe our world. And much like uh, in a hologram, this data is then projected to appear in three dimensions. It's kind of like characters on a TV screen, right? We live on a flat surface that happens to look like it has depth. Wait, now it's beginning to sound like the flat earth folks again. Yeah, kind of. Leonard Susskind, the Stanford physicist who first formally defined the idea, uh, decades ago actually, says, it's not considered some wild speculation among most theoretical physicists. It's become a working everyday tool to solve problems in physics. <laughs> now, of course, there's really no direct evidence that our uh, universe actually is a two-dimensional hologram. These uh, calculations the physicists are uh, using aren't the same thing as a mathematical proof, clearly. It's just a, a, an intriguing notion that our universe is a uh, hologram. And like we were saying in the last show, science is only as good as the tools it has to measure something with. <laughs> and for now, those rather uh, unique tools haven't really been invented. I wonder if Sears could help. And with that mind-expanding but price-conscious thought, we'll uh, call it a show, friends, but not before thanking Mago Weston for splendid ID pronouncements. Thanks as well to the interdimensional man of mystery and part-time oil changee, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance, and uh, so on and so forth. A pleasure, as always. And hey, folks, uh, in case you don't know or have been hiding away from any social media at all ever like me, we have a Patreon page now and would be happier than a box of fallopian racing hamsters if you joined us. And you can find us at the link in the uh, show notes or go to patreon.com forward slash the Fusebox Show and join the ever-growing Fusebox family. Yeah, and you can also hop on over to that Fusebox store and help us out that way too. It's uh, newly designed and uh, loaded with all sorts of stuff. It is indeed, and accessible at the Fusebox Show uh, Facebook page by uh, clicking the Shop Now tab or uh, on our main page at the uh, Fuseboxshow.com and just clicking the swag button. Friends, be a conduit for good and hop aboard. I have been your outsider looking in and noticing the windows need cleaning host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse box.